0: Facebook was giving me problems, and then Telegram was giving me problems. And I had to keep on disconnecting and reconnecting the cameras, but we finally got it. So we are now live streaming on Facebook, and Supernatural Saturday is live on Telegram. By the way, welcome to Supernatural Saturday. I am your host, Praying Medic. I do these live streams every month on the second Saturday of the month at 1 p.m. Eastern. I used to do them on YouTube, years ago, I used to do them on Periscope. Uh, I think I used to do them on Cloud Hub. And for the last couple of years, I've been doing them on uh, Telegram, uh, primarily. And now that I got my Facebook page back, we are gonna be doing Supernatural Saturdays on Facebook again. So yes, Facebook page is back. Um, long story about what happened with facebook page not going to go into it right now uh like i said we do these live streams um second saturday of every month 1 p.m eastern and i will post the replay for those of you watching on telegram the replay will be available uh later this afternoon in the telegram channel it will also be available on rumble speaking of rumble Uh, I do not have a YouTube channel at this time. My YouTube channel got suspended a few years ago. A lot of you on Facebook probably don't know that. Uh, So I am uh, archiving all my videos on Rumble. And that's where you can find the Healing Prayer videos, uh, uh, the Supernatural Saturday videos, and other stuff uh, that we won't mention. uh, All on my Rumble channel. (laughs) If you go on there, uh, there's... There's several of them. Just find the one that has, I think, 82,000 subscribers. That's where my Rumble channel is. By the way, for those of you who don't know, I'm also back on Twitter. Uh, they reinstated my Twitter account a couple weeks ago, so I am back on Twitter at Pragmatic. Uh, and, you know, as long as we're doing some updates, I have four websites that are offline right now. Uh, uh DeHazeMedia.com. Uh, prayingmedic.org, and another website, a private website, are all offline. What happened was my domain registrar went out of business. The company that the domains were registered through went out of business, didn't give me any heads up, didn't tell me what was going on. They went out of business, and I didn't know anything was happening until my websites were offline. So I have reached out, and I've, I've been able to get the the EPP authorization codes to transfer the domains to another domain registrar. And for most of you, that means nothing. But what it does mean is in in the next few days, all those websites should be back online. Uh, Kind of a headache having to go through that, but they will be be back online, so just hang in there, be patient. Uh, (laughs) Trying to think of any other news that I could bring you up to date on. Uh, This is gonna be a question and answer uh, broadcast. So if you are watching on Facebook and you have a question, put the question in a comment down below the video. And if I see a question there that I can answer, I'll answer it. What I normally do on Telegram is uh, we have the ability to have people come on the live stream and they can ask questions. So that's what we're going to do. Dagny 17. Yeah, got it. I got it. (laughs) You got it. What's up? Can
1: you hear me? Um, I can hear you. So um, this is the first time I've ever joined a live. I've heard the replays a lot, and I've been reading all your books. Um, And I just – I'm getting into back and forth with some friends on healing abilities and being – whether or not you're anointed, or do you have to be anointed if you ha- if you feel the calling to do it, is that something you can address on this, or is this something else-, else?
0: So you're asking if you have to be anointed for healing, right? Yeah, I can I can speak to that issue. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, there's there's a common belief uh, among both Christians and non Christians. That healing is a special gift or a special ability that not everyone has. That you you either have the gift or you don't. Um, I have a very good friend, Tim Kaczynski, who shall be nameless, who uh, has been sending me prophetic words um, over the last couple of weeks. And Tim expressed his frustration to me a couple days ago that uh, he wishes that he had my anointing for healing. And I will just say this: Everybody has uh, my anointing for healing. You you can have it if you want it. I don't believe there actually is an anointing for healing. I think that's a myth. It's it's very popular myth in in the church. Um, Luke chapter nine verse one says that Jesus called the twelve disciples to himself, and he gave them power and authority over demons and to heal diseases. And first he gave that power and authority to the 12, told them to go out, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, right? And then in Matthew, if you read further on in the Gospels, he then um, commissioned 70 to go out and do the same thing. And ultimately, he gave that power and authority to all believers. He said, the works that I do, you will also do because I go to my Father in heaven. So we all have the same power and authority for healing and deliverance. It's, it's biblical. And the idea that there is a special anointing for healing is not true. It only seems like that. It, it seems like that because some people pursue healing and deliverance more than others. I do. I, I've been pursuing healing like crazy for you know 14 years. And I see a lot of people healed. That's because I pray for a lot of people. I get emails every day uh, praying for people in the chat. So I, I see I see a lot of people healed, not because I have a special anointing. I see a lot of people healed because I am praying for a lot of people. And it's it, there's an issue of faith. Um, most people start out with very weak faith for miracles at the beginning. But as they go further into this experience, Right, Kazuko? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, as you go further into it, as you pray for more people, as you see more success, your faith grows and you see more miracles. It's not really an issue of anointing. So there you go. Uh, thank you for the question. All right, Rebecca Betts, you have your hand up. If you can unmute yourself, Rebecca, what's on your mind?
1: Hi, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you fine, Rebecca.
1: Okay, I figured it out quick. So I just wondered um, how your projects, the books you're writing, are coming along. And um, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you and Denise and all you're doing for the body of Christ.
0: Well, thank you uh, very much. (laughs) I appreciate that. Um, The books are going slowly, actually. Uh, Denise kind of, she chides me from time to time because I always am a little bit overly optimistic on my estimation of how long it's gonna to take to get a book done. So we're working on a bunch of books right now and the book on power and authority I thought would have been done already. The manuscript is written, it's edited, but we have to flow it in to InDesign and do the formatting and that's taking a while. Um, the other book about the 17th letter of the alphabet that book is also being formatted that will come out first it's going to take a, you know a few more weeks at least book on power and authority will probably be out let's see i don't know maybe june or july just depends on, on how long it takes us to get that formatted i'm also working on a full length book on emotional healing and deliverance for those of you who are interested in that i have some i've received some mind blowing testimonies Uh, to put in that book so the book on uh on emotional healing and deliverance is going to be primarily based off of testimonies there will be some teaching in there some you know biblical teaching and some of my own experiences but the majority of that book is going to be uh, teaching based on testimonies and i have received some amazing testimonies of healing over the last few years so that book later this summer and then I'm working on a science fiction novel. Um, that's that's in the early stages. I've got, I don't know, seven or eight chapters of that written already, and the entire synopsis is done. I have chapter descriptions for nearly all the chapters. I think it has over 50 chapters. Um, we're working on that. And for those of you who are wanting to know, um, I have a concept for a prequel uh, for the Gates of Shiloh. So the Gates of Shiloh was my first novel, and I have a concept for a prequel to that, that where um, Charity is actually the main character. Uh, I haven't done any actual writing on that uh, yet. Uh, Denise has been pretty insistent that I get some of these other books off my plate <laughs> before I take up a fifth book. So that is where the books are at. Uh, it's going a bit slower than I wanted. But they will be out uh, in the not-too-distant future. All right, that's the book update. Let's see. Uh, God's Rainbow. Oh, no. Susan Storm. Uh, Susan Storm, if you can unmute yourself. What's on your mind, sister?
2: Hey, Dave,
3: how are you?
0: What's going on? Good to hear from you.
3: I know, it's good to hear from you.
4: I was wondering, well, two things. Uh, Um, one is, um, having to do with, um, teaching kids about inner healing and that if you have any recommendations on, um, any resources for that. And the other question is if you are, um, doing any conferences or anything in the near to distant future. (laughs)
0: Okay, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know of any resources that are available for kids that teach on the subject of emotional healing. What I have found is, I know a couple of people who are moms. Uh, one is a friend of mine who um, lives, I think they're in Denmark right now. And then the other one is one of the admins in my Telegram channel, uh, Heather. She has a little tribe of kids and she has adapted the emotional healing process that that I use. She's adapted that for her kids and and so has my other friend. They have taken um, my one friend who lives in Denmark she has basically made it into like a game for the younger kids you know three four five years old where when she perceives that they're stressed, angry, sad, you know you know whatever whatever, negative emotion that they're going through she will ask them if they want to hang on to that emotion if they want to stay that way if they want to stay angry do they want to stay uh, disappointed do they want to stay hurt and she'll get them to say well no I don't and then she'll say well okay then give that emotion to Jesus and ask him to heal the wound in your soul It's, it's a very simple process you can do it with kids um, you know, make a game that make it. You just have to take it down to their level. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, I don't know of any resources, but it's very easy to adapt for for kids. It's easy to adapt for um, for other people who have uh, don't necessarily have the the mental faculty. Uh, if you have you know special needs uh, people that you deal with. You can make it really simple and it'll apply to anyone. And no, I don't have any public speaking engagements. I really don't do any public speaking much anymore. Uh, I've never really liked doing it. Um, It's just not my thing. And uh, I I know that I have friends who love doing public speaking engagements. It's just not my thing. Uh, My my comfort zone is writing. And uh, So yeah, unfortunately, no. No public speaking events on my calendar in the near future. Uh, so there you go. I'm just, you know, on social media trying to get back to where I was you know, three or four years ago before the purge. Uh, God's rainbow. Your hand is up. Uh, if you can unmute yourself, what's on your mind?
2: Hi, Dave. Um, hey. Hi. I wanted to ask you a kind of updated question on um, my friend's mother, Linda, uh, you know who I'm talking I, re- I remember. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if I had to refresh everything. No, anyway. I remember her story. Yep. Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, so about a month ago uh, she was released from the mental ward. Um, they did give her more lithium and it kind of calmed her down. Uh, But since then, her son, uh, he kind of wants a break because it's been very emotionally straining on him and um, just physically straining on him going back and forth, you know, to her house and then to his family. And his family has needs him there as well. So it's just been uh, very stressful for him. And also... He's trying to get her out of her depression, you know, since her husband died this past Christmas. So he's been taking her on walks, you know, taking her to the park, swinging her. They've been having quality time. Um, And yet no demons have been manifesting or anything like that. He's trying to get her in a cheerful mood. But also, I feel like he just wants a break. He wants to, you know, he, he, I, I feel like he doesn't want to push anything if, if everything is, you know, cool and relaxed for right now. Is that yes. a good thing or should he press the issue?
0: No, I, I think that's a good thing. For a while.
2: Yeah. I haven't talked to him for a while, so that's where it stays right now.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a good thing. Um, There are times in a person's life when they're all stirred up emotionally, and this this is how you generally know when it's time to pursue emotional healing. If your emotions are more or less pretty calm, if you're peaceful, if everything's going great, that is a time, generally speaking, when when the Lord is not wanting to do emotional healing with you. Uh, I was like that for many years. And then uh, all of a sudden, my emotions got stirred up, and I was angry, and I was venting, and I was, you know, just blowing up at everybody. And that was the time when the Holy Spirit was like, "Okay, time for emotional healing." The Holy Spirit was actually stirring up uh, and kind of bringing to the surface uh, alters and fragments and emotions that need to be dealt with. So if, if if she's in a in a peaceful place, I would just say, you know, let her be peaceful for a while. There will be another time when uh, the alters and fragments and demons can be dealt with uh, when when her when she's more um, emotionally kind of stirred up. All right, that was a good question. Thanks for the update, by the way, uh, Amanda Carter. Uh, if you can unmute yourself, Amanda, what is on your mind? Uh, if you can unmute hi, yourself. Hi,
5: hi. Can you hear me? I can hi. hear you. Oh, good. I was hitting the wrong button. Um, yeah, I, I have a question, but I just wanted to comment on the, the previous thing that you said. I, I too, lost my husband um, at the very end of 2019, and I just remember being in a very sort of a numb place and doing the next thing that needed to be done. And at some point in there, I I had this amazing experience. I, I wasn't asking for it. I just, I just remember I was lying on my couch one afternoon um, napping i think it was and this amazing just indescribable feeling of peace and love and being surrounded by um just that everything was going to be okay and i was going to be able to get through this and keep in mind my husband died at the end of 2019 and we all know what happened in the first few months of 2020 so this was pretty much after that where you know my world had been literally turned upside down and i just had this 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 experience and it was unlike anything I'd ever had before. And it carried me through the first, well, through the next several years of just being able to deal with everything and being alone by myself because I have no one else. It was just me now. Um, Until, and I I just wanted to comment on, on what you said. And I think it it worked in beautifully time-wise to my question here. Um, so there I was going through this amazing experience. Everything was, you know, I felt like I felt like God was watching over me. I felt like my husband was sending me a message. You know, I just felt this is amazing, and had always just remember this feeling. And you know, the feeling faded after a little while, but you aren't going to forget that experience, right? So then, about a month ago, I had this event um, that that actually just happened. But a month ago, um, I had these crazy um, physical things pop up in my life that like threatened and they're still threatening to make me immobile make me lose my independence even some eye issues that were coming up and just having to ask for help from other people even strangers like my next, my new next door neighbor that I didn't know. Could you please drive me to the doctor? I can't do it myself because of my back issues and all of this. And just these, I felt like I'm, I was being attacked and this event that I had to attend, which happened last week had to do with honoring my late husband and going into a situation of seeing people I hadn't seen for some of them for more than 10 years, and other people that, um, that knew him. And I, I didn't understand why was this happening to me. When, you know, I had been going through all of this. Anyway, my, my, let me get to the question here. I'm now in fear. I'm like, what is happening? I feel like I'm being attacked with fear in these physical situations. I've done the emotional healing. I'm like, I, I, I don't understand how can I get past this fear so that I can move forward to receive my healing for these physical manifestations that have just seemingly out of nowhere, and I realize there's a far deeper root issue there, that have popped up. And, and now I'm gripped in fear, thinking that I'm going to be... Lose my independence and, and not be able to do for myself what I have been doing. And I'm not super old. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm wondering if you can give me some direction. I'm going to be quiet now. Thank you for listening.
0: Okay. So, yes. Uh, you are under spiritual attack. You're under spiritual attack. Uh, you had a, a period there where God protected you or you could look at it as the enemy didn't have you on their radar but now they do and some people would say God lifted his hedge of protection from around you you know I don't know if that's necessarily true Um, there are just seasons in our lives when we have relative calm peace everything's going great no spiritual attacks there are other times in your life when it seems like the the kingdom of darkness is just throwing everything at you all at once. Physical, spiritual, financial, emotional, um, relationship issues. that That's just life. That, that is life. Um, and uh, short answer is you have to resist the spirits of fear that are attacking you. Right? Bible says resist the, the devil and he will flee from you. We've all, most of us have been through periods in our lives where we just come under this attack. So I'll, I'll give you an example for me. Um, during COVID, uh, I was listening to a certain podcaster uh, daily, and he was talking about COVID and the vaccinations and COVID and, and all the other things. And I noticed when I listened to his podcast, I could feel fear rising up inside of me. I felt a sensation of fear that I was not used to. And I then, after about probably two weeks of feeling this sensation, every time I listened to this podcast, this fear, this sense of fear would come over me. I was like, wait, this is a demon. This is a spirit of fear that is trying to get away into my life. And it's doing it through listening to this podcast uh, about you know COVID and, and other things. Uh, and what I did was I stopped listening to the podcast. I, I just stopped listening every day. And I mentally, in my mind, decided I'm not going to listen to the podcast. I'm not going to allow this fear to control me anymore. <clears throat> I'm going to – I just mentally – Put up a little wall, Put up, you know, talk to the hand, Mr. Demon. I'm not giving in to fear. It's, it, it, it's difficult to explain how you do that, but it is a mental decision that you have to make, that you're not going to surrender, you're not going to succumb, you're not going to give in to fear. Fear is brought on by evil spirits. They attack you. They plant thoughts in your mind about what's going to happen. You're going to lose your money, you're going to lose this, you're going to lose your friends, lose your job, lose this, lose that. Read the book of Job, the first two chapters. Job was a very wealthy man, but he was afraid that he was going to lose everything. He was afraid that God's hedge of protection would be removed from him and that the enemy would come and take everything away. And then when it happened, he said, that which I feared most has come upon me. And it was actually Job's fear, I believe, that caused Uh, That was a root, uh, uh, an an open door, They might say that. His fear was the open door through which the enemy attacked him. Because God blesses us and heals us by faith. We have to walk in faith and trust that God is on our side and he's going to protect us. When we allow fear to come into our life, we open the door for the enemy to attack us with sickness and fear anxiety and all the other things that we don't want and take away our possessions. So you have to steal your mind and you have to just commit yourself to living and trusting every day that God is going to take care of you and you have to resist fear. Uh, I have a podcast that Denise and I did a few years ago. It's called Overcoming Fear. We talk more extensively about the issues uh, surrounding uh, fear, how we can be overcome by fear, and how we can overcome spirits of fear that are attacking us. Just go on, on my Podbean podcast or go, uh, let's see, it's going to be on Podbean right now because my, <laughs> my other website is down. But if you go on Podbean to my podcast and look for um, Overcoming Fear, you'll find that that podcast. It'll probably help you a lot. All right. All right, Tanya Martin asked a question. How is my heart health? My heart is doing great. Holy cats. Um, I was initially kind of concerned about my heart condition. For those of you who don't know, I went into the hospital in March. Um, I was hospitalized, and I had heart cath. I had a, a cardiac ultrasound. I went in because I was in ventricular tachycardia. And it was quite an ordeal. I was in VTAC for 24 hours. Uh, so that my heart cath came back clean. Arteries are as clean as can be. My cardiac ultrasound, normal. My ejection fraction is 55%, which is textbook normal. Everything was great structurally, but I had this arrhythmia issue. So I saw an electrophysiologist. They put me on uh, a calcium channel blocker, verapamil. And for the first month after I was in the hospital, uh, actually, I came out of the hospital. I was only in for a couple of days. Uh, For the first month after I was discharged, I continued to have irregular heartbeats for about a month. Those irregular heartbeats stopped on, let's see, uh, April 26th or 27th. Um, There's there's a lot that goes into this story about this particular situation and a previous situation where I was healed. I may write a book about it. It's it's so interesting how God has worked through these two uh, incidents with heart arrhythmias. Um, (laughs) But since... April 26th or 27th, I've had no irregular heartbeats at all. I'm back to normal sinus rhythm. Everything's clicking along just fine. I'm going to see my electrophysiologist in June, and I'm going to ask him if I can go off the medication and do a test and see if I'm I'm actually healed because I believe God healed my heart on April 26th or 27th. I I just prayed that night, and I told God I received his healing, and I think he healed my heart. So that's going good. And she has another question. She said, "How do you um, how do you pray for someone who's rejecting God and doesn't want Jesus in their life?" You, you pray for God to change their heart. That's really the only advice that I can give. Um, you know, we all, we all have people in our lives we want healed, we want them to come to the Lord, we want them to be blessed, and they won't receive it. They don't want it. The only thing you can really do for those people is to pray that God would change their hearts. Uh, We all have people in our lives who, they're resistant. And until they are willing to receive from God, they're not going to receive. We we can only pray for God to change their hearts. Uh, All right. So let's go back to Telegram. JT. Yes, sir. Hey, what's Can on you, your mind?
6: Yes, sir. Uh, I've been uh, diagnosed with uh, spinal stenosis, uh, okay. bulging disc, and arthritis in my lower spine about 35 years ago. And I, I just turned 69, but I'm real active. I, I'm a scrapper. Uh, but it's, it's, it flares up. And I was wondering if you had any uh, videos with prayers for the back.
0: Yes, I do. Uh, My my healing prayer for the nervous system, uh, you can find that on the Rumble, my Rumble channel. Just type in search uh, nervous system healing prayer on my channel. You should be able to find that. Uh, It's also, if if you're, you're on Telegram, if you just go into my channel in the chat and type in hashtag videos, all my healing videos, links to the videos will come up. And just click on the one that says uh, the nervous system healing. I pray for nervous system, uh, so brain injuries, spinal injuries, spinal stenosis, all of that. That is in that video, uh, healing the nervous system.
6: Okay. Uh, and just a quick question. Uh, what is the status of Carrie Lake's Adventures in Arizona? Uh,
0: I will be happy to give you an update on that. Uh, all right, so Carrie Lake had a hearing, uh, let's see, I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday. It was, basically it was a status conference where they set uh, a calendar for a trial. So there's gonna be a trial, I think there's a trial date next week. Uh, Her attorneys um, wanted to introduce new evidence for the trial, Uh, the opposing attorneys Um, objected to that. No decision has been made. Uh, The judge is going to take the new motions under advisement. This, they they had, I believe until yesterday, to file pre-trial motions, and they may have a a few days next week. So there will be a trial date coming up. Uh, I believe there's a trial date next week. No real decisions yet, but it's not over and I think we're going to see some interesting things come out of that. All right. Uh, Let's see. Maggie Kozik.
3: Okay, great. Thank you. Um, Questions about uh, schizophrenia. I'm being faced with lots of people in my community that have been diagnosed with mental illness and schizophrenia. And I know it's a demonic. I I feel that it is. I I can see it in people. Um, And I don't know... If I'm meant to deal with it, I don't know if I have the strength to deal with it.
0: So, what's your question?
3: My question is how do you deal with uh, the demons? How do you deal with that one?
0: Oh, alright. Yeah, Uh, that's not terribly complicated. So, every, um, every medical condition can have one of three root causes. Some conditions are purely physiological, so if you have a a, a strained muscle in your back, for example, it could just be a strained muscle in your back and nothing more. You don't need deliverance, you don't need emotional healing, you need to put some ice on it (laughs) and the pain will go away. Uh, Right. So some conditions are purely physiological, other conditions are emotional. Um, you might have uh, Crohn's disease and although Crohn's disease manifests as a physical uh, set of symptoms it often has an emotional root and oh there's a quail it just <laughs> landed on the roof over here next to um, neighbor's house so things like Crohn's disease and a lot of autoimmune issues are actually rooted in emotional trauma They have a physical manifestation, but they're rooted in emotional trauma. If the person goes through emotional trauma and deliverance, many times the symptoms will subside. So emotional root, and there's a spiritual root. Some conditions are purely spiritual. Uh, Some people have uh, seizures. Matthew chapter 17, a a man brought his child to the disciples because he was having seizures. He was demon-possessed. Uh, the kid was you know, rolling the fire and was uncontrollable. The, the disciples could not cast out the demon. Jesus rebuked the disciples and got rid of the demon, and the boy was cured. Right, so, again, a physical manifestation of seizures, but it was caused by the presence of a demon as a spiritual issue. So, back to your question, schizophrenia. It depends on what is actually going on. Is the schizophrenia uh, due to a, you know, an imbalance of neurochemical uh, mediators, neurotransmitters? Is that the, the cause? Right. If so, supplementation, medication may treat it. Uh, many cases of schizophrenia are actually rooted in emotional trauma, and uh, they're, they, they have first, the individual has demons, and they need emotional healing and deliverance. Um, that's that's your um, that's your protocol (laughs) so first find out is there some kind of physiological cause to it if not go to emotional and then spiritual most people do well with emotional healing and deliverance whether you do that yourself whether you are called to do that that's between you and the Lord You need to ask the Holy Spirit am I called to do this am I called to do deliverance ministry emotional healing Uh, If you have all these people around you who have, you know, issues with schizophrenia, maybe God has surrounded you with those people because he wants you to minister to them. All right. Uh, Good question. Donna Collins. Donna Collins, I see your hand is up. Would you like to ask a question? You can unmute yourself.
7: Hi. Hey, Donna. Um, um, I wanted to ask, um, are you gonna make any videos for um, uh, acid reflux and weight loss or anything like that? And I kind of think that those kind of go hand in hand and I wanted to know if you can pray to pray for me to get rid of the acid reflux.
0: All right, Donna, I'm gonna pray for you right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Lord bring your healing presence upon Donna. I command her GI tract to be healed, I command GERD to be gone, I command evil spirits to get out, Lord bring her physical, spiritual and emotional healing, command entire GI tract to be healed, no more reflux, sickness, disease and evil spirits get out. All right. I have prayed for you and to your question, will I do a video, I get a lot of requests for specific videos. Uh, And some of the requests are very, very specific conditions that only a few people have. I can't do videos for every condition every person has. I'd be doing videos all day long and doing nothing else. Um, I've done videos as the Holy Spirit has led me to do videos. Um, He hasn't put that on my radar. He hasn't been urging me or suggesting that I need to do more videos at this time. Uh, I, I may or may not do more videos for healing. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I, I know that a lot of people are healed through the videos, but you know, you can also just ask me for prayer. Send me a prayer request through email, that works well too. All right, uh, Fran Nancington. Fran, you have your hand up. If you can admit yourself, do you have a question? Fran Nansington.
2: Okay, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you.
8: Okay, great. I was just wondering. My daughter has the most severe psoriasis. I think anyone probably has ever had. It's like over seventy-five percent of her body, and she's twenty-three, kind of at a real. So she and she always says like, "I just hate myself. I feel like I'm a bad person." I think that has a lot to do with it. And I was wondering if you could just maybe say a prayer for prayer for her for healing because we've tried so many medicines and alternative treatments and gut health and it just doesn't seem to be working.
0: Has she been through emotional healing? No. She should be. And it's
8: tough. Yeah. And it's tough to get, you know, your 20 something daughter that knows everything, you know, getting advice from mom is kind of, you know, it's tough, tough to get through. I I have two of those. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, and sometimes I feel like if I present it to her, then she will dismiss it. I almost just kind of hope she would find it on her own because, yeah, that way she wouldn't avoid it so much if it came from mom. Well,
0: I I would suggest at least um, floating the idea to her because you said, you know, she says she's filled with these ideas of I hate myself. Well, that is a person who is under some demonic influence Emotional healing would definitely help her. A little bit of deliverance would probably help her and and the entire skin issue may go away through emotional healing and deliverance.
7: Right.
8: I, I do believe so, that and I've done the emotional healing myself.
0: Yep. And so can you know you it works. It?
8: Yes. And can you do it by proxy? You know you know what I'm saying? Can mom oh, do gosh. it for her?
0: Yeah. I I've, I've I've got a couple of testimonies from one or two people who like this one woman she prayed for emotional healing for her husband without his knowledge. And right. his attitude yeah. changed big time. Uh, and I don't know exactly how that worked. Normally, the person who needs emotional healing has to engage in the process. However, you could, you could certainly ask Jesus to do the healing on her, to do the emotional healing without her consent. Um, it's not going to hurt. <laughs> and You, you might That's give true. it a try. Um, so I'm going to pray for her. What's her name?
8: Um, it's Alexandra.
0: Alexandra. Okay, Lord, bring your healing presence upon Alexandra. I command evil spirits to be removed. I command her skin to be healed. I command her immune system to be healed. Lord, bring her physical, spiritual, and emotional healing and restore her to perfect health and draw her closer to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. All right.
8: Thank you so much.
0: You are welcome. Uh, Naomi, are you there? Can you admit me? Yes, I
1: am. Yes. Hey, what's What's going on? Thank you so much. It's great to get to hear you and to talk to you. Um, I have a couple specific questions. I engage in a lot of spiritual warfare. um, And effectively, I get help. uh, But occasionally, those of us on our prayer team will have an attack. My sister was attacked this past week, very suddenly, very severe, and I was able to pray against it and take care of that. But for the first time in this process, I actually got an image of what that demonic entity looked like, and I've never had that happen before. It was very large. I'm wondering if this is unusual. Is it just because, well, it was a bigger one or, you know, any, any background on that? Because that was unique for me. And that's my first question. And then the second question, it'll just be if the spirit tells you or not. I I have a issue that I purposefully have not prayed for healing on. It's like every time I think about it, the Lord's like, nope, is that unusual? Have you heard anybody who's like purposefully hold, you know, not seeking healing on something? It doesn't bother me. I I have all my workarounds and it's just so strange to me that I'm given other assignments, but not permission to do my own healing.
0: Okay, Uh, I can address both of those issues. So the first one, um, you probably, well, let's see. You were shown a demon regarding somebody else's situation. So what you're doing is you're operating in the gift of discerning of spirits. right? Go to 1 Corinthians, look at the gifts of the spirit. One of the gifts of the spirit is the gift of discerning of spirits. It's not the gift of discernment; it's the gift of discerning of spirits. That is the operation of the Holy Spirit in you, giving you understanding of what specific demon you're dealing with, or that person is dealing with. And that is intended uh, to give you a little bit of insight to help you do spiritual warfare. Plain and simple, uh, Lord shows you you're dealing with this demon. That's that's a, that actually. An invitation to a conversation so you ask the Holy Spirit okay I see the demon what do you want me to do next you know how do I get rid of this thing so uh, the Lord is asking you to engage with him in a conversation about this particular uh, person and the spirit that is afflicting them the other question uh, is it unusual for the Lord to tell you not to pray for yourself to be healed I would say yes that's unusual I've never heard that before uh, I don't <clears throat> I don't know of anyone who has come to me and said, "Well, I just feel like the Lord doesn't want me to ask for prayer. Um, that's unusual. Uh, I would um, since since that whole idea is contrary to what we see Jesus doing in the Gospels, Jesus healed everyone who came to him, everyone who needed healing, everyone who asked him, received healing. It is God's will to heal us. I would wonder if you're actually hearing rightly from the Holy Spirit. Um, Maybe maybe you are. Maybe the Lord has a reason for not having you pursue that or ask it. The workarounds, uh, you know, it's easy to make excuses because, you know, hey, I can function, I can work around, I can get around this issue. But it's it's my experience, generally speaking, that the Lord wants to heal us. So uh, there you go. That's my opinion. Take it for what it's worth.
6: Can you hear me now? Can you hear me?
0: Uh, psychic squirrel. I yeah, can hear you. What's I was, up?
6: I was, I was
5: still there, and I'm like, hello. All right. I was going to try to help the person with uh, acid reflux because I used to suffer from it horribly bad. Um, believe it or not, yellow mustard. Not It's not the vinegar in it. It's not the vinegar in it because I've tried vinegar. I've tried other mustards. It's that cheap, yucky yellow mustard.
0: The Heinz but, yellow mustard.
5: Yep, or <laughs> French's, whichever. But right. um, cool. a tablespoon a few times a day um, if you're having a pro- problem. It, like I did that for a solid week, and I got rid of like a three-year bout of having acid reflux. And then cool. if I get it any now anytime now, I literally just take and slug back a tablespoon or two of uh, yellow mustard, and it gets rid of it.
0: Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Great. Right uh let's see who is up next dorothy dorothy if you can unmute yourself what is on your mind
9: hi dave
0: hey what's going on
9: Hi, thank you i was thrown out i don't know why thank you very much for every video you did and everything and especially this most effective emotional healing it helped me so much and also my friends, and I need to send you some very encouraging testimonies. Okay, uh, that would be great. I have a question. Yes. Uh, we have issues with our IT system. We have uh, several computers and also a storage device, and we keep having severe troubles with it, and we release power and authority, we pray it, I even was in the courts of heaven, but and asked if there is any accusation against us, but there was nothing and no one. It was just okay. empty. And I asked the Lord if uh, he could send me some assistance, some help from angels to get this all this problem solved. But it seems to get worse and worse, and all our data are saved on this storage device. And now it showed up a severe problem, I and mean, you should e- immediately exchange and whatever, and it's high-costly stuff. And it seems like, I don't know, is it a, a, a thing of power and authority? What can we do? But Because it seems like there is no accuser, nothing, but we pray and... Um, release power and authority, but it seems like nothing happens. Do you have any idea?
0: Uh, unfortunately, I don't. I, I really don't know what would be holding up, uh, you know, the repair of this of these devices, the storage unit. Um, I really don't know. Uh, it sounds like you're doing all the right things. Why? Mm. You're not why the problem hasn't been resolved. I really don't know.
9: If there would be a kind of demonic attack and we pray against it with power and authority, and there is no accusation or something against us, it should work, right?
0: It should work. Yes, it, oh, it, it should right. in theory. I'm, I'm not sure why it doesn't. Whenever uh, I'm run up against a problem that I can't solve, I go to the Holy Spirit and I say, "Okay, Lord, done this. I've done this. I've tried this. Mm-hmm. What? What am I missing? What do I need to do?" I ask the Lord; um, He can give you understanding. Yeah.
9: yeah, I keep doing that, but I don't have any other additional additional ideas. So I'm kind of, uh, Lord, please help me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're in the same place. A lot of us are in right now.
9: Do you think there is right. a time issue on that? Is there a what? That- a time issue. Do you think in some cases um, that we need to wait for a specific time to receive healing or restoration or whatever? Do you think sometimes it is necessary to wait a certain amount of time and then it happens? Or do you it's, think it's, it's possible? Kind of-
0: yeah, it's, it's possible. Uh, when Jesus worked his first miracle, turned water into wine at the wedding of Cana. Uh, They'd ran out of wine. Uh, The mother of Jesus, Mary, came to him and said, well, you know, we're going to need your help here. He said, it's not my time. Mm -hmm. And then a few minutes later, it was his time. And he he told the servants, take the water pitchers, fill them with water and take it to to the master of the feast. So sometimes timing is an issue, but... Um, I don't really have any specific revelation on that or any better suggestions other than keep asking the Lord what is holding this up.
9: Mm. It's not always the issue of faith, right?
0: Uh, Faith is a key ingredient. Too
9: less faith. I mean, like if you have enough faith, it should work immediately. It's not always that.
0: Uh, gosh, now we're going down a rabbit trail. Uh, faith, faith is usually required for the miraculous to happen. Uh All right. All right. Uh, Lynn, oh, Lynn B. Lynn, can you unmute yourself? What is on your mind?
6: Hey, buddy, how you doing?
0: Doing good. What's up?
6: Okay. Uh first I just want to address the lady before me. That's why I raised my hand. I was actually wanting to eat my waffle and egg before I talked to you. <laughs> but okay. the Lord told me it was timing. So okay. I'm confirming that timing is the issue. So um uh, just for her benefit, uh, that's why I asked this. Okay. So my first question has to do with the seventeenth letter of the alphabet. And I don't know if we can talk about that since you're on Facebook. What's
0: The deal there. Yeah, I probably shouldn't talk about it since I'm on Facebook.
6: Okay, great. Okay, next is uh, I'm around a lot of Republicans that have, you know, they've been asleep and they're starting to wake up and they ask you these open ended questions like, you think something's wrong with Biden? Or um, isn't it strange that Gitmo is still around? Or, uh, um, you know, what's the deal with the border? Why is that happening? And my tendency is to want to just like, blah, you know, just like let them have everything. But I want to know what your technique is with people who are just waking up, uh, no matter, you know, Republican, Democrat or whatever. What are your techniques when they ask you these open-ended questions? How do you know when to shut your mouth? Basically is my question.
0: Okay. Uh, that is a good question, and I'll tell you what my strategy is. <clears throat> when I am having discussions with people who are somewhat open to, it, they want information, they're, they're curious to know what's going on, they see things happening that don't make sense, I ask them questions. I use the Socratic method, just like uh, you know, um, the 17th letter of the alphabet. When you ask questions of people, you you spur them to start thinking in another direction, to start evaluating things differently. And the best way to red pill someone is to have them red pill themselves. Uh, <laughs> so, so I ask people questions like, hey, have you ever thought about this? Have you ever looked into this? Why do you think this is happening? What do you think the real reason is for this thing happening? Uh, and Give people questions that are thought-provoking, and then if they're curious and they want to know the truth, they'll go and do some research um, and start connecting the the dots and eventually, hopefully, come to the truth. Lori Johnson?
10: Let me unmute myself. Okay, great. I'm just laying here, just listening to a great show, by the way. I have a couple of your books and stuff, and I'm just debating today. I just really need prayer for myself, and um, I'm sorry. Um, just actually, I'm just laying in bed with my leg propped up, and I just my knee has been just having a lot of problems with my knee. I'm not able to walk. I'm, I have a walker and crutches right now, and okay. um, I just just need prayer today. That's all what uh
0: what okay what is what's wrong with your knee
10: the the fibula pushed forward okay and so I'm not able to put any pressure on it and walk right now
0: zero to ten how bad is the pain
10: um it can it can get up to 10 right now I'm have it elevated so I'm saying it's about a, a four
0: right now because you're not moving yeah.
10: it I, right. I'm not moving it
0: yeah Lori, I command your bones to be healed. Lord, bring your healing presence upon her. I command the fibula to be healed. I command new ligaments, nerves, tendons, muscle, bone. I command evil spirits to get out. Spirits of pain, get out. Inflammation, get out. Lord, bring your healing presence upon her. I command this leg to be made brand new new bones, fractures gone, strains gone, new cartilage in the knee joint, new ligaments, tendons, muscle, bone, Lord, bring your healing presence upon her. Lori, what are you feeling right now?
10: I receive it all. Thank you. All right. It feels great. Thank you. All
0: right. Okay. Let's see. AZ Cowgirl. Do we have people from Arizona on this live stream? Hey, AZ Cowgirl, if you can unmute yourself, what's up?
7: All right. So um, first of all, Dave, your videos have been awesome for me and my family, and they've been really great. So here's my question. Um, I have been praying for my son, who is in his early 30s. Um, He doesn't believe in anything. And he's got a lot of woke ideas, and for I tell you, for almost over a year we didn't speak because of those ideas. And now he's back with me, which is awesome. And that was part of my prayers. And um, I just made your videos work on that, and I did a lot of heavy prayer on that. So next step is um, I'm just I'm trying to figure out. And I heard you speak on it a little bit during the show, but how? how do I continue to pray for my son to just wake him up and and um, and also to just open his heart to Jesus because my son has no foundation of faith and you know I'm convicted on that for, for not spending more time with him on that but it was just difficult because of a divorce so any guidance you could give me on that any advice, videos, whatever would be awesome
0: okay uh... I did a Supernatural Saturday live stream uh, back in, I think, December, maybe November. And it's called, uh, (laughs) what is the name of it? It is something to the effect of how to reach people who reject you. And in in that live stream, I address the issues of when you want to reach someone with the truth. When you want to speak into someone's life, when you want to help them, and they're not open to it, what are the strategies and tactics that we use to pray for them, to speak to them, to uh, and to sort of you know build those relationships back, so that we can <clears throat> so that we can have uh, so we can have a positive influence in life? That broadcast covers that whole issue, but uh, short answer is. Just keep praying for him. Pray for God to change his heart. Uh, and when he is open to something, when he is asking questions, when he's starting to sort of, things are starting to click, he's starting to have, uh, get a little more understanding, gently lead him along. It's very tempting for us to take all the information that we have about what's going on in the world and just Ram it down somebody's throat at light speed. That's never a good idea. You want to give people a little bit of information at a time, uh, only what they are, have um, an ability to receive. We, we have to develop, a, build a relationship of trust. People are not going to listen to us unless they trust us. So the first thing you do is build a relationship of trust. Then you have to wait for them to ask you for information uh, if you just kick the door down and start giving them you know all the information that you have in your brain that you've you know stored up over the last ten years and they haven't asked for it it's going to be rejected uh, you have to wait for them to be willing to uh, ask for the information and give them uh, the information as they're able to receive it and and that. That just it comes down to being sensitive to their where they're at emotionally, spiritually, and intellectually. Daisy Doodle, can you unmute yourself?
3: Oops, I want to say how much I enjoy your your um, information that you give as well. I had a little something to add for Arizona Cowgirl. I, I, too, have an adult son, and sometimes when your kids are grown, it's not as easy to to talk about things like you used to maybe when they were younger but um one thing i did with my son and that was i started trying to share um articles or even just simple like religious or spiritual memes with him or even sharing music that had some messages that were real positive and that kind of started the conversation um in a in a more neutral less uh in your face kind of way
0: good idea i like that
3: yeah so i don't know you know she was kind of asking like how do you start a conversation when you feel like you haven't had those conversations enough before <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah but it 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 worked for me and and now my son he 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 is connecting with god and he he shares prayers with me, and, you know, I feel like we're, we're growing in that direction. So it's, it's been a real good and positive experience, and he shares it with his children now as well. So
0: Awesome. That's very cool. I uh, appreciate the, the, the information.
3: All right. Well, thank you, and I, I appreciate all the work that you do. And, and um, you prayed for my brother a while back and he's doing a lot better and and I I appreciate that as well. So thank you.
0: Awesome, I'm glad to hear that he's doing better. Thanks. Thank you. All right, Uh, Mary. Hello. Hey Mary.
4: Hi Dave. Thank you. I prayed that you would choose me. Thank you.
0: (laughs) I prayed that you would press the mute button.
4: (laughs) That's funny, a lot of people missed out unfortunately um yeah. i'm driving right now making deliveries I, I worked 15 hours yesterday and my body is hurting so much and i'm conflicted because i'm so grateful for the money um but my body hurts okay so first of all thank you for praying for my son and me i'm the one that's been praying for my four-year-old son and i to have a home and you helped us through your prayers back in january and february you helped me with the divorce that was coming up the divorce case um we didn't end up going to court and we settled the night before at 1 a.m so long story short i kept majority custody he kept the house so we don't have a home after may 31st as you know because i've emailed you um yep. and i have a, I have my questions have changed because of i've benefited from the previous people who have come on and asked you questions thank you um I have a question, but I also want to ask for prayer because I thought maybe like the other people who ask questions and you prayed for them, I prayed along with you for them and for anyone res- that had the same issues. I'm hoping maybe people listening can pray for me too. Um, one of the... S- something that you said earlier... Sorry, I'm going to pull over. <laughs> Definitely need to pull over. You said miracles... Faith is required for miracles to happen. And I'm going through this situation, right? That's very intense. I, I feel like I need deliverance. There might be some kind of spiritual attacks on me because I just can't get my head above water. It's been basically my 37 years of life on this earth of struggle and poverty. I think generational curse, curses of poverty. I lost both my parents at a young age. Um, okay, so I lost my train of thought there. I need prayers, first of all, please. And second, I'm wondering, because When I was leading up to the divorce case, I felt at ease and calm, and I was so full of faith God is going to perform a miracle in my life, and he did. I'm wondering if this time around, this miracle that I'm asking for now, because I'm in so much panic and fear, and I kind of teeter between full faith, absolutely, God will never put us out on the street, or other, you know, a second worst case scenario I keep thinking is that I would have to give my son to my ex-husband, who is a narcissistic sociopath and terrible human being, I would have to give my son to him and then live in my car while I can get everything back in order. And I keep thinking, God wouldn't do that to my son. He wouldn't put him in that situation. And he wouldn't do that to me because I'm a really great person. But I'm wondering the difference between back then when I was just so calm and full of faith versus now that I'm going back and forth of panic. Is it because I know inside that it isn't going to work out? Um, and I'm wondering. I guess that's it. There's a lot of questions, but I don't want to take up all the time.
0: Uh, yeah. So I I am familiar with your with your situation. I've been reading your emails and responding. Um, number one, uh, you should seriously consider going through emotional healing. Uh, you're, you might be familiar with the video. I didn't send you the video link because you didn't ask for it. But uh, if you go on my Rumble channel and look for the emotional healing uh, video, there's two emotional healing videos on my Rumble channel. One is an entire Supernatural Saturday. It's like an hour and nine minutes where I discuss the ins and outs of how emotional healing works and what the process is all about. And then there's a short video that's just nine minutes where I walk people through the process of emotional healing. Uh, I think the first thing you should do is go through the emotional healing process. And if you don't have time to do the video, it's very simple. Identify the emotion you're feeling, give that emotion to Jesus, ask him to heal the wound in your soul. It's a three-step process. So if you're feeling fear, right? Just say, Jesus, I ask you to take the feeling of fear from me. I ask you to heal the wound in my soul. I receive your healing. And then go to the next emotion that you're feeling. And it sometimes helps to think about an event that causes you to feel the fear, the anger, the frustration, whatever the negative emotion is. Think of the event. Identify the emotion. Give that emotion to Jesus. Ask him to heal the wound in your soul. That is the best way that I know to deal with those emotions that make you on this you know, emotional roller coaster because you said, you know, prior to um, the, the final outcome, you were full of faith and now you're full of fear. And that up and down, you know, emotional roller coaster indicates need for emotional healing. So go through the emotional healing first. And then I'm going to pray for you to be financially blessed, that God's going to open doors of opportunity for you to have a place to stay. So, Lord, bring your goodness and presence upon Mary. Bring her emotional healing. And I ask you to bless her with a safe place to stay. It is not your will that she would be out on the street. Lord, give her and her son safe place to stay, safe refuge. Lord, open doors of opportunity for them in the mighty name of Jesus. All right. Uh, let's see. Johnny Bravo. Should we call on Johnny Bravo? We're going to call on Johnny Bravo. If you can unmute yourself, what's on your mind?
9: Hello,
11: can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, this is Jenny Bravo, actually.
0: <laughs> Jenny, it says Johnny on your profile. <laughs> I know,
11: I'm using, I'm using my husband's phone. We were trying to figure out how to unmute on both of our phones. Uh, ah. that, and then hit, you called on him before me, so this is funny. <laughs> okay, thank right. you. Um, so um, earlier in the chat, I had... Um, was listening uh, to somebody who was helping some relative uh, with depression. And I just want to testify of a healing that we had in our family of someone who had depression. Um, uh, We had a situation Actually, it was my son was getting married and my dad, who has suffered from depression most of his adult life, um, had called me and said, honey, I don't think I can come. And I said, um, Oh, why, Dad? What's going on? And he said, "Well, my depression." And little did I know, no one in the family told me that he had gone into depression again and was, you know, taking medication, more medication, and people were having just to kind of, you know, watch him and babysit him and that kind of thing. And so um, I said, "Well, Dad," I said, um, "You know, I'm sorry to hear that." I said, "You're." Uh, your feelings are important, and what you—I wanted to validate him and his feelings. And I said it's okay if you don't come to the wedding. I said, but I want you to know that I don't claim this for you. I said this is temporary. You're made in the image of God. God's not depressed, and I said something's come in, but it can easily go away. And I just want you to know, whether you're at the wedding celebrating with us or not, that I don't claim this for you. And he's just like. Oh, so we hung up. Three days later, he called me and said, I feel so much better. He said, honey, I'm coming to the wedding, and we are all so happy. But I do think because I've been, you know, just um, over 20 decades and another, or I'm not 20, two decades, 20 years of really pressing in and um, wanting to know truth about healing, how healing happens, what attracts it and what holds it back, I realized in that situation that my thought was healed of who my dad was. Everybody else around him was saying, dad, you're depressed. You can't go to the wedding, take more medicine, blah, blah, blah. And I honestly feel that he was receptive to hearing the truth and it was refreshing enough for him. And when I, I said that I didn't claim it for him, he said, Hmm, that's interesting. And I, So I just wanted to share that because a lot of times we want to make things happen, but really it's not necessarily the person that needs to be healed. It's our own thought about who they are, that they are made in the likeness and uh, image of God. And we have to heal our own thoughts of that and, and help them in our intercession say, I don't receive that. They are free of that. Be free, be whole. And that should be our prayer. So thank you for letting me share that. All right,
0: that's awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate that uh, that insight. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of truth in that. Um, we, uh, <laughs> the Bible says, "As a man thinks in his heart, so he is," and our thoughts have the ability to manifest in the physical world. What we think about ourselves. Um, it sort of tends to become who we are. And I think to some degree, that's probably true of other people. I think our thoughts and intentions toward others can also have a manifestation in the physical world. If you're thinking about your children, uh, what do you want your children to be when they grow up? Uh, how do you want their lives to progress? What kind of things do you want them to be involved in? Uh, culturally spiritually uh, you know what what kind of culture do you want to raise your children in you think on those things if you are intentional about creating a certain kind of atmosphere around us uh, someone is close to you your um, your faith your intentions your thoughts can influence uh, what happens to them? <laughs> I've experienced it with my kids. Um, I've seen some very interesting changes happen with my kids when I set my mind on certain things for them. Uh, God sometimes honors that and, and makes things come to pass in their lives. So. Uh, very interesting uh, discussion. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Barbara Lopez, Barbara Lopez, if you can unmute yourself, what's on your mind?
12: Is this for Barbara?
0: Barbara Lopez, can you find the unmute button?
12: Yeah, um, yes, I, am I, can you hear me? Can you hear me right now? Can you hear me? I'm trying to find the unmute button. You found it. Okay, great. Can you hear me right now, Dave? I can hear you. Let me take... Maybe it's the speaker. I don't know. I hope you can hear me now. Dave, I just want to thank you so much because there's a few times that I've sent you a couple of emails and um, I just want to let you know just to give you an update on... One email was... uh, I needed healing and... um, I, I, I emailed you, and right away that night, I knew you had prayed for me because uh, within that night, uh, a car almost came into our house, crashed into our house. And I said to myself, oh, my Lord, this is warfare right now. I need deliverance from demonic presence or whatever. So that then you, you said again you were praying for me, and the next day I had an attack of nothing but water. We got flooded by water. But I attacked the devil. I said, there's no way. you, The Lord Jesus is king. You are not going to take over my family. And uh, the Lord, <laughs> with your, through your prayers, thank you. A lot of deliverance has been occurring. And I just wanted to give you that update. And we're so thankful for that. We were able to to uh, win over. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. And that's what we just kept on praying. And um, the most recent... Uh, email that I sent you was about my brother-in-law who was diagnosed with lung cancer and uh, they did a PET scan on him and I I told you I asked you for prayer so forth and today we received my sister-in-law received a notice saying that um, it's a mediastinal lymph node and that basically hallelujah more than likely it's benign so I wanted to thank you for that also Okay. And right now, I'm just going to call. I was wanting to ask you because this is a little bit of more of a complicated with my niece, and I'm so sorry that I'm taking your time, but I need some help here. Well, the family needs help. My niece, a few years ago, lost her her son to a violent a crime, and um, and then just a few months ago, in March, she lost her eldest daughter to we believe to the covid um, uh, the shot okay. and uh, and she ha- and the mother and her daughter had has three children she's so now they're left without a mother they're they're under 11 years old they're like 11 seven and
0: and okay. two years so, old do you, do you have a question
12: yes I wanted to ask you to please pray right now if you can for okay. my niece who is losing total faith in in god she thinks because she lost her son now she lost her daughter she's what's her name her name is angelica
0: rodriguez lord bring your presence upon angelica heal the wounds in her soul bring her physical spiritual and emotional healing lord restore to her everything that the enemy has taken give her peace give her faith and let her know That you have an awesome plan for her life. We ask in Jesus' name.
12: Amen. And thank you so much, Dave. We love you and we pray for you also. Thank Thank you you. so much.
0: Uh Great. Laura, are you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you.
13: Okay, yes. First, I want to say I'm glad you're feeling better. And two, um, thank you very much for starting me down my path. And what was it? beginning of 21. Can you hear me? You yep. Okay. Thank you for starting me down my path in 2021. I just want to ask you something the, the the closer you get to God and the more things that you do, like the healing prayer and other things, can it, which the lady kind of answered it. Can the attacks become actually physical? The spiritual oh, absolutely. Attacks?
0: Absolutely. When, When I first started um, operating in healing and deliverance, I was being attacked by demons all the time. And that's a pretty common occurrence. Uh, I know a lot of people who never suffer demonic attacks, but they're also not really doing anything to advance God's kingdom. (laughs) They're not praying for people to be healed. They're not doing deliverance. When you start moving toward God, moving toward making a difference, advancing his kingdom, you're going to be attacked. It's only a matter of time. It's going to happen. There's going to be spiritual warfare. It usually ramps up when you start pursuing, you know, the the high calling of God. So it's just part of the the territory and you have to learn how to wage spiritual warfare.
13: Okay. I, I was making doing testimony the other night on the phone with somebody and I actually watched my battery click down from like 40 to nothing. I was like,
8: what? <laughs> I know what that,
13: so it didn't stop it because I, my charged my phone and I got in touch with the person. It was like, "Then you're not stopping it." But I just wanted, because it seems like it's broke through that realm for me.
0: Yeah, if I told you all the opposition I had suffered in the last seven years, you wouldn't even believe half of the stuff that has come, come my way in, in the form of uh, uh, resistance to what I want to do. So,
5: but okay, you know, you just you. keep going. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Okay. Fact Hunter 4, can you unmute yourself? Uh, what's on your mind?
2: Um, hello. I wanted to ask for prayers for my family. Um, I'm sorry.
0: I, I'm having a hard time hearing you. Can you say that again?
2: Hi. I was at, um, asking for prayers for myself and my family. Um, we know that God has a lot of promises in God. And we need prayer break um, My mom just passed away too, so I guess Healing. We're doing pretty good, though. uh, I just want to thank you so much for having all this um, available to everyone who needs. All
0: right. Uh, You want me to pray for you and your family?
2: Please, please good.
0: All right, Lord, bring your presence, your healing, your provision to this woman and her family. Bless them abundantly with. Meet all their needs according to your riches in the name of Jesus. All right. Uh, Brenda Ann.
2: Hello, can you hear me?
0: me? I can hear you.
2: Okay. Yes, I'm asking for prayers for my daughter, Leah, who has had rashes, um, just her head itching constantly for so many years I can't even count. Um, Okay. What's your name? her name is Leah. Okay. Leah, L-E-A, and also my daughter Maria, who I feel like she's under some type of demonic attack. Um, so those two things, please.
0: All right, uh, Lord, bring your healing presence upon Leah. Command her skin to be healed. Command sickness, disease, and evil spirits get out. And for Leah, Lord, bring her physical, spiritual, and emotional healing. All right.
7: Thank you. There you go.
0: Yep. Uh, let's see. A rising hope. Uh, rising hope. If you can unmute yourself, what's on your mind?
6: Amen. Uh, God. I was praying that you would come. Um,
9: I've been um, suffering with uh, malignant uh, tumor in my left breast,
0: and then okay.
9: Asking for prayer and believing Jesus to touch me.
0: Okay, I'm going to pray for you right now. Thank you. All right. Lord, bring your healing presence upon this woman. I speak death to all cancer cells. And for anyone that is listening to this on the replay or anyone else who has cancer, I command all cancer cells to die. I speak death to all cancer cells. I command sickness, disease, and evil spirits get out. I declare you'll be found cancer-free. All right. Uh, Let's see. Karen Ross. Karen, uh, hang on. Karen, if you can unmute yourself, what is on your mind?
1: Hi, Dave. Thank you so much for your ministry. Um, I raised my hand because I've heard the Holy Spirit say twice, ask for help. Um, I'm just really suffering and I'm not entirely sure why, but my faith is just taking a real dive. I just very, very sad inside and, um, discouraged and just having a hard time getting back on top of it. So I'm being faithful. Rose raised my hand and you called on me right away. I'm like, okay, God. Well, thank you
0: for your obedience.
14: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't usually do things like this in public, but
0: (laughs) yeah, well, understandable. Uh, All right. I'm going to pray for you right now. Thank you. All right. Lord, bring your goodness upon Karen. Lord, overwhelm her with your glory. Let her feel your tangible presence. Lord, I ask you to give her joy. Take that sadness away from her. Give her a smile. Give her an optimistic outlook on life. Give her peace, tranquility, confidence, and knowledge that you are going to change her situation for the better. Lord, I ask it in Jesus' name. All right. Uh, let's see, Scott, Scott, if you can unmute yourself, sir, uh, what is on your mind? Scott, I'm
13: Scott. I would love to pray for Karen. I was given a word when she said the Holy Spirit spoke to her. I want to declare and decree Jehovah Shalom within her heart and spirit. Declare that and say Jehovah Shalom within you.
0: Amen. All right. Thank you, Scott. Uh, Let's see. Faith, not sight. Faith, not sight. If you can unmute yourself, what's on your mind? Hi. Hey. Um,
11: I just wanted to ask for some healing for my husband. Um, He's experiencing some issues with ed and it's really starting to affect our marriage and i don't believe that for him and i've been trying to pray for him the best way i knew how but i'm pretty new to all this myself so okay some some guidance would be good too
0: yep uh i've seen a number of people healed of that uh in some cases uh emotional healing and deliverance helped uh so that's one one avenue like i said if you Go on my Rumble channel and find the emotional healing video. If he listens to that, if if he just goes through the process of doing the emotional healing, that may help his condition, but I'm going to pray for him right now. Lord, I ask you to bring your healing presence upon this man. Command sickness, disease, and evil spirits get out. Command his blood vessels to be healed. I command every part of his body to be healed. I command all spirits of sickness to be gone. Lord, restore to him. All of the natural function that you have given him when he was born, take away all sickness, disease, and dysfunction in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, in fam nine, this is your chance. Oh, okay. No, just... Can
14: you hear me? I'm here. Yep, I, I can hear you. Yeah. And I understand Lila, if you get out and you get back on, it really does work. (laughs) So, um, thank you Dave for having online church so we can all, you know, meet together on a regular basis. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, also thank you for the dream chat channel. And Uh, thank you. for uh, There's so many things. Thank you for writing books. Thank you for keeping your nose to the grindstone, you know, all that. Um, I just wanted to ask two questions, one about power and authority and one about emotional healing. Okay. So on power and authority with the recent violence and bang bangs happening everywhere. Um, my question is, can, you know, say I live in Arizona and some, some violence is happening in a school area you know, near me. Is there any way to pray? Uh, against that happening in that part of Arizona, and then what do you think? Do you well, I just do to know if your book is going to cover that.
0: <laughs> no, I'm I'm asking you: Do you think that we have authority to pray uh, over territories like our town that we live in, or the county that we live in, or the state that we live in, to uh, forbid demonic entities? from entering and influencing people where we live. Do you think we have the authority to do that?
14: I believe the more of us that pray, the more we're going to shut it down. That's just my personal belief, but I would like to hear from you. I I agree. Yeah.
0: I I think we do. So what's your second question?
14: Can you instruct us on, I mean, I, I really appreciated the broadcast with Brian Fenimore. I really appreciated your emotional healing step that you keep listing for us on Telegram. Um, And I, can you just instruct us on how to um, enter into the love of God when we ask him to bring his presence? I feel like it's not that easy for me to actually sense the love of God whenever I ask him to come. So, but I do believe that Penny has helped me the penny on the wall has helped me as a tool. I believe emotional healing has helped me. And I believe dreams interpretation has really helped me. And then having an online church family. So all of those are just great tools that you give us to experience the love of God. And I feel like you have more. So I'll listen.
0: Okay. Uh, You feel like I have more. (laughs) (laughs) That almost, uh uh-oh, Lila's lurking. She went out and came back in. Um, yeah, so I, I don't have a quick, down and dirty, easy, here is how you feel the love of God. This is how you feel God's presence. Um, I, I don't really know how that works. Like, I know that if I'm sitting here, and, and you know, Denise and I are sitting here, and we just get still, get quiet, and ask God to bring his manifest presence, we can feel his presence. It's not like this overwhelming, heart-exploding, you know, like massive amounts of joy. I mean, it can be. You get around Steve Harmon, uh, you're going to be feeling a lot of joy. (laughs) Um, But what is the key to feeling the love of God? I think, I'm not sure of this, I think, that it's more an issue of being a good receiver than an issue of God withholding his love from us. I think a lot of us have shut down our ability to receive God's love. He wants us to feel it. We have a hard time receiving it because of the junk in our lives, disappointment, things that have happened, we have a hard time receiving it. And if we work on our junk, if we get our heart and soul healed of the wounds, I think we'll have an easier time receiving God's love and feeling his presence. Uh, All right. Hey, Lila, are you still there? I am still here. What's going on, sister? (laughs) Hey, Dave. Uh,
15: You know, just uh, living through life. (laughs) But I had a question. I thought this was timely. So uh, me and my dad were having this talk last night. As you know, my mom is very sick with cancer. And so we were just kind of going through the different things about healing. And, you know, my dad was, you know, suffering, with feeling like he didn't have enough faith or whatever. And I don't necessarily think it's all based on faith. I I was kind of going through the different things that you've taught me with people get healed different ways and power and authority. But my biggest question I would say for right now is, and I'm not sure anyone can really answer this, but I just thought I'd get your take. So when someone, my mom is in this place of doesn't look very good. So how do you keep your faith? Because God is able to get anyone even four days dead, right? Yep. How do you walk that balance? Is there like, do you have any like, anything you've you've dealt with that might help you know how do you keep your faith but also prepare yourself which i feel like i'm in a pretty neutral place
0: yeah well um, boy loaded question i know uh, but but I'm, i you know let's let's talk about it so i have been at the hospital bedside of people who i was um, transporting to hospice who were terminal cancer patients and uh i I, you know kind of went into the situation thinking that maybe i could pray for this person to be healed and uh when i closed my eyes the lord said i will not heal them and i was like oh well what does that mean exactly (laughs) um so i go into the room and i meet the family members and Uh, it becomes, in discussing with them, it becomes very evident that this person has already decided they're going to die, they're ready for it, they don't want to be healed, and they don't want prayer. So you have to, when it comes to the whole healing dynamic, you got to realize there's four different wills that we have to consider when we're going into this dynamic of are we going to get somebody healed. First is the will of God. Does God want this person to be healed? Well, I believe the life and ministry of Jesus shows that God is always willing to heal people if they are willing to be healed. Jesus never turned anyone down, never turned anyone away. Everyone who wanted healing got it. So from my perspective, the will of God is healing, and there's a will of the enemy. John 10.10, the thief does not come but to steal kill and destroy so we know that the will of the enemy is to rob us of health put us in sickness and kill us ultimately so there's that's the will of the enemy then there's our will we I want people to be healed I love praying for people for healing I want them to be healed but the question then is what is their will because you know I, I went to pray for my, my brother younger brother who is in terminal cancer and same situation. I went into I flew to North Carolina to his house, went to the hospital, stayed at his bedside for 24 hours expecting to heal him. and I had a conversation with my older brother who informed me he was ready to die. He'd already made his peace, he was ready to go, he didn't want to be healed. he was ready to die. In those situations when the person themselves is ready to die, they're ready to go on to the next thing, that it's very difficult to get that person healed if they're not willing to receive it, if they're not pursuing healing, if they're not open to it, that makes it really hard. Now, I, I don't know where your mom is at. Um, have you had that conversation with her? Does she wanna be healed? Is she ready to go on and be with Jesus? I mean, where's, where's she at?
15: Well, in the hospital when she really was, I I, in between life and death, she did have an encounter and she felt like her sins were forgiven and she wasn't afraid anymore. And then she, she said she was ready, but she, she was fighting up until then. But since she's come home, she says she doesn't want to die.
0: Okay. So if she doesn't want to die, then, you know, your, your question to me was, well, how do I keep my faith? Right. Yeah. Well, uh, if she doesn't want, if she said she doesn't want to die, if that kind of implies that she would re- be willing to receive healing. I would keep praying for her. And you know, you have to you have to temper your expectations, and that is a really difficult thing. When on the one hand, um, you you want to have faith, and you want to have that expectation, you want to have that confidence that if I pray over her, she's going to be healed. You also need to keep in the back of your mind, but she may not be healed.
15: <laughs> right, so right. that's kind of where I'm at.
0: I mean, yeah, it's it's difficult because you don't want to be double-minded. On the other yeah. hand, if you, if you set up this high expectation, like I know she's going to be healed, this is I, God totally got this; she's going to get healed, and then whammo, she dies, and then you're devastated. Um, it's it's not a great situation to be in, but you know, uh, I, I know you. you. You can do this little one. Uh, <laughs> you got you got this, and you know, uh, I would just if she's willing to, be, to receive prayer, just go in there and pray over her, make your declarations, you know, prophesy over her, do what you do. And <laughs> I will do that.
15: <laughs> I will do that. And uh, to, just to the other caller, I just felt like, you know, feeling his presence. For me, like you said, Dave, you hit it on the head, receiving. It's receiving his love. Sometimes I think you hit right on the head, but also when I just start to be thankful for him, and focus on him, I can't help be filled with his love because I'm just reminded. And sometimes it really is that simple to enter his gates with thanksgiving and praise. And as you're just thankful, it kind of just, it even catches me by surprise because I'm hard to receive too. Like some of us
2: are.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank well, you, babe. yeah. Th- thank you, Lila. I always appreciate you jumping on the live stream. All right uh let's see we have been going on now for well a little bit less than two hours because I had some technical difficulties um, on the front end getting the camera set up but uh, that is gonna do it for the question and answer for this session of Supernatural Saturday uh, I do have some topical broadcasts coming up in the future that I want to uh, go through a little bit of power and authority probably some emotional healing, some deeper levels of emotional healing, uh, a little bit closer to when those books launch. But I I do really like the question and answer format. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm kind of coming back new on the Facebook thing, so uh, I I have to figure out how this whole thing works on Facebook. It's possible that Twitter is going to end up doing live streaming in the future. Who knows? I might have a YouTube channel in the future I don't know and uh, I may start doing live streaming on rumble uh, I'm just there there's a lot of things going on a lot of moving parts I don't know exactly what God wants me to do as far as live streaming goes at this point um, I just saw an opportunity to add Facebook into the mix and uh, well, we're gonna have to see where it goes uh, the live streaming thing from here on uh, but, you know, Telegram is kind of my main place right now. I'm doing most, most of the prayer requests, most of the ministry is being done on Telegram because I can talk about anything on Telegram and I'm not going to be censored. So that's where a lot of the stuff is happening. But I am, I am glad to be back on Facebook. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for this, uh, this episode. Uh, please keep me and Denise in prayer. We really appreciate it. Need your prayers. Uh, and if you want to contact me, My email is admin at prayingmedic.com. You can send me a prayer request there. You can send me a healing testimony, uh, questions, comments, whatever. Email me there. Uh, Or you can just go to the contact page on my website, prayingmedic.com. All right. That's going to do it. Love you all. Take care. I will catch you on the next broadcast.